welcome back to the next level show i'm your host jonathan alvarez i'm with gabriel Contreras and mike nellis guys we are making serious moves in this audio world <laughs> it's because for the listeners we are just completely new to podcasting we've never done this as you know this is it's a, a new realm and right now gabe's at home um just because you know coronavirus situation and you know we're about to we're just trying to avoid you know him driving around and stuff so um me and mike are in the same room but gabe is actually away so we're going to do our best to just make sure that this audio is going to be awesome for you guys you can hear it quality and all that we're just testing some things around and finally i feel like we just learned something this is what we call growth yes we cracked the code (laughs) we're like we are the matrix um so guys um I kind of wanted to take this episode in a certain direction. Um, I kind of pre-told Mike, but I didn't give him too much insight, nor Gabe. Gabe, we just kind of just called us in so we can be on this uh, recording. But now with everything that's happening with the virus, I kind of want to step away from looking at all the negative that's been happening. And I want to actually give you guys some real tangible things that would be helpful. And where I'm going with this is that a lot of times with training clients or just worth working with average A people that tell me that, oh, I cannot, um, I just don't have the time to track. I don't know how to, you know, it's just too much work. I have so much going on. I'm driving around, I'm leaving there back and forth. And I think that this is going to be the best time to, for the people that haven't or don't know how to actually learn how to track. Now you do have the time. You have got nothing but time. <laughs> literally weeks of just being able to just dedicate and make it a little challenge, make this an optimist, uh, a positive thing for you that you're going to set, you know, a couple week goal of just if depending on the situation, of course, hopefully we're out of this in the next two weeks. So if that's the case, two weeks, optimistically, you know, you're going to set the goal of just tracking everything you do at home, all those snacks, all those cookies, all the ice cream, all the food, normally everything you're consuming, try to make it a goal just to track every single day without fault. And that'll be like kind of something to keep you busy. Now, playing the polarizing side for the people that are super hardcore into fitness, all my fitness fanatics, all the people that are, you know, super already are already taking care of those things, I'm actually going to challenge you guys to step away from being so on point with tracking and give yourself a little bit of a mental break. So I know there might be some stress and some anxiety being like, I can't track my macros. I'm not going to be able to hit my macros during this period. I can't even find chicken breast. So how am I going to track my food? So it's just taking a little bit of a break. So I'm playing both sides here. It's a great time to just, uh, I guess, attack it from both ends, right? For which, whoever it would apply to. Um, I have always said like, you know, it's great to always track just to kind of get a, a gauge as to where you're at. Sometimes we just either overestimate or underestimate how much we're, we're, we're tracking, how much we're moving. So tracking during this time, is, it would be great. I mean, sure, it's not your um, typical day because you're stuck at home and the types of food that you'll be having, but it's more of a getting into a habit of, of, of tracking, of measuring something, of weighing something. And, and yeah, you might not have like, for instance, a little scale, but you know, Amazon still works. You know, you can get one for pretty cheap, like, you know, like, you know, eight, 12 bucks or 15 bucks or something to get like a little uh, uh, food scale. And it'll, it, it'll help. Uh, it'll prove useful. 
Yeah, absolutely. And you'll also be able to, uh, I've, I've always used tracking with my clients as a, uh, a way to train your intuition. So you can kind of take this time, you know, you're not able to go to the gym and train yourself physically. So train your eyeball to look at a sweet potato and know how much it weighs, how many grams of carbs are in it. Um, same thing goes for like portion sizes on the, all the junk food you stocked up on, um, you probably can't tell me how many Oreos are in a serving size as per the box, but with, without looking at the box, without right? looking no. at the box, but now you'll be able the to box is a serving. Yeah. <laughs> that the box is one. It, serving. It has to be a certain size of a box. It can't be the little bags. It has to be the full box. Yeah. One serving. Yeah. Double stuff. Double stuff. Oh, can't man. do anything. Less Did you know that they like upgraded from double stuff to like ultra deluxe stuff? stuff? No, they didn't. It's, giant yes. how the hell do you guys know this it is giant i saw it on the interwebs yeah uh-huh and the interweb saw it in the yeah. store <laughs> i saw it in my cabinet um <laughs> now i haven't ate oreos i used to be a oreo junkie man i used to eat those things like every day i used to eat, like a sheet like so they had like the typical typical box would come with like what three like three individual yeah, dividers three, like yeah and i would basically almost hit like once one of them per day so one box would last me like three days um it was it was awesome and how we're getting into oreos but no i was gonna say that mike he i always love that when he talks about training the eye or intuition he talks about a sweet potato yes and uh, the thing is i remember when we were working together like towards the beginning of his tracking his uh experience he would send me a picture and he would uh, he would always pride himself on the weekends of finding the big biggest sweet potato he could find yes <laughs> Yes. My eyes would get so big. I'm, I'm sitting at Publix. I'm looking at the sweet potatoes. I'm digging. I'm digging. And then I just hit the mother load one time. This thing weighed, I want to say, like 27 ounces. <laughs> it's like over it a pound. of. It's the, almost two pounds of sweet potato. The biggest sweet potato. That thing took two hours at 400 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy wow. to give it to mike mike is a hell of a good cook man i mean he i think in this period really like uh stretched himself and got creative and made like tracking fun for him and it just became part of his routine gabe what's a are you have you been a big tracker i don't even know uh no i have not been a big tracker i actually tracked for the first for the first time i want to say three and a half years ago um, I always did the same thing for breakfast. I used to used to do like um, eggs with some type of vegetable and uh, an oatmeal with a whole bunch of stuff inside. And then I said, you know what? Let me just track. Let me see how how much I'm I'm I'm, uh, I'm intaking because I don't know, right? Um, turns out my breakfast alone was about uh, fourteen or seventeen hundred calories. Nice. So because I just went a little crazy. Yeah, it was it was it was something. So it was just like four eggs. With uh, like I said, uh, uh, some some type of vegetable with uh, some guac, some salsa, um, some oatmeal with like peanut butter and um, raisins. I know you guys don't like it, right? But I mean, I don't. I, I like to throw my raisins into my I oatmeal. I like raisins. Um, some yeah, I oh, like good. raisins. I don't so have anything against raisins. They're pretty awesome. I don't know why people have a thing against raisins. Anywho, so I used to just throw in a bunch of stuff in, into my oatmeal, and it turns out that when I realized how much I was intaking just for my breakfast alone, I was just like, wow. That's kind and of that's a lot. So I can um, put that into perspective for you. Yep. Yep. It did. Exactly. So it just let me know, okay, well, this is how much I'm in taking here. This is how much I'm in taking during the day, during a week. 
averaging based on how I was training at, at the time. So it's it's good to give you uh, just a gauge as to where you're at, how much you're intaking. Um, it's just good for just for awareness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just uh, Mike, just you, you, you even um, uh, said to train your eyeballs and you can even say, OK, well, prior to even weighing it, how much do you think that this this, this yeah, weighs? Yeah. Oh, I think this weighs uh, six ounces. Oh, no, lies. It really is 12. So, or the other way around, right? You could be overestimating or underestimating. And then it kind of gives you, again, that level of awareness of just like, wow, you know, I thought this was X amount, but it really is uh, X, you know, X plus X or less or, or more, or however the case may be. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of like what, what perspective or like what experience do you really have with knowing how many calories are in anything we I went most of my life, uh, 80, 95% of my life without ever looking at a food label. So I have I had no idea what the, the calorie content of any of the food that I was eating before, even something as simple as a chicken breast of like hit, hit 150 grams of protein. Like, okay, that sounds like a really big number. 150 is bigger than a hundred. It must be pretty hard to reach. But if you really know how much is in eight ounces of chicken and you have eggs for breakfast, uh, you're probably pretty close to that already. It's going to mm-hmm. take a minor, minor adjustment maybe, yeah. but it's, it's really just about getting, getting the perspective for yourself. So you have an idea of what these numbers look like. Cause if, if you, if you just arbitrarily go in and say, I'm going to reduce my calories or my, my carbohydrates, for example, by a hundred, what does that even mean? You, you don't know. How do you know? Because you don't have any experience, um, with looking at how many carbohydrates are in anything. So, and and why would you, you're, you're living your life. You haven't really messed around with this at all. So it's important to get the experience when you can, now that you do have the time. And then a couple of weeks, a couple of months from now, when it's all blown over, you'll still have that experience of knowing what a hundred grams of carbs looks like or how much protein is in an eight ounce chicken breast. No, absolutely. I think that's the best thing is just, it's learning. It's because I, I don't think we've, I personally growing up, I never looked at food labels. I just ate to eat and I ate till I was full and I just ate whatever I could find. I, I, it's not something that they tell you to do unless you're like in a situation where you want to quote unquote, lose weight. But this applies for people that are trying, struggling to gain weight. This goes for both areas. That doesn't matter. This is not just from a, if you're someone that can give two shits about losing weight, you're trying to actually put on muscle and gain weight. Tracking applies to you. Tracking, I think should apply to everyone at least not saying this is for, to do it forever, because I think tracking is just one part of your nutrition journey of learning it's it's literally just like like mike said very well is just training your eyeball to understand portions and what what does that look like on your plate so when and then after you become pretty comfortable with tracking you can go to a restaurant and actually make better choices you don't feel so um, you don't think that certain foods are bad because you understand calories, you understand macronutrients. And I think in a little bit, we can kind of break down kind of maybe the steps of your tracking journey. But um, Gabe, how far did you get into? Did you end up tracking only calories or were you also, because I know Mike, I know Mike's journey with regards to that, but what was yours? Did you track calories or just macros or what did you do? Um, I tried both calories okay. and macros and um, yeah, I just, it, it was for me, it was for a level of awareness. Um, it's something that I never did. 
So since I've never tried it, I said, sure, let me just give it a shot and see how it is. And then you mentioned that this is both for uh, not only for weight loss, but also mm -hmm. for weight gain. I think regardless of, of where you are in your fitness journey, whether beginning, the middle, um, uh, advanced in the be you know, beginning, um, this is something that you should do because if you're not interested in getting like, let's say for you, a six pack is it doesn't mean anything to you. You're just more about performance. You're more about like, you know, strength or, or this or that. This is still something great to do just for that level of awareness of knowing, hey, this is what I'm intaking uh, on a daily basis. This is how much I'm intaking on a, on a, on a weekly basis. This is how much I'm, you know, how much I'm consuming. And I think that'll prove valuable regardless of, of where, what your goals are. For me, it was just, um, like I said, it was just for uh, just something to do, something to try. I've never tried it before. And I was just blown away as to how much I was um, intaking on, um, on a day to day. And why basis. do you think Mike, a lot of people, and this is for both you, for you guys, I'm asking a, uh, an open question, but like, yep. why do you think a lot of people don't do it even though we we've experienced it in one shape or form i've even gone to the extent of just tracking everything to the t to compete and going to a very low extreme and mike took his body to a very low um a low body fat at one point in his life as well through tracking and just having a consistent rhythm um why do you think a lot of people shy away from this and why people might be right now listening to this be like well if you're still listening if you haven't rolled your eyes once or twice or if you're like oh i really have to do this um <laughs> Why do you think that's like that mental block around it? The issue for me, uh, I, I think that people have was just that just the sound of it is just it sounds so daunting, such a pain in the ass and it's just so complicated. And I don't know what to do or how am I supposed to do this? And yes, it is, you know, a pain in the ass. Not going to lie. You know, it was a, a little bit. But once I got into the rhythm, rhythm of things of it, it, it was pretty fine. Um, with uh, with labels are great because you can just always scan things. You know, I, I use you can use tools like as far as uh, my fitness pal or, or, or my fat secret. And those things are great to use because you can just scan things. You can just uh, weigh something and just put in everything is already preloaded, like for because of other people just inputting, um, you know, items already in there just to kind of with the macros and everything, the, the breakdown of it. So it's it, it's it it is really easy. It's just an extra step that you're typically not used to doing. Like when you sit down to eat, when you sit down to um to to meal prep, this is not a step that you're used to doing. So because of that, mm -hmm. it's something new to you. It's just it, it it can be it can seem like oh my goodness, I got to do this too. It's you know, so but it really obsessive. isn't that big I don't of a deal. I mean, like over food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're celebrating <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> like be. I can't wait to eat all this food. Yeah. Yeah. What about um, you, Mike? What do you think? I'm coming from this, uh, coming at this from like a completely different angle. I was, uh, I, I was about 130 pounds soaking wet in high school, and I had to scratch and claw my way up to 150 and be happy about it. So, mm -hmm. the the whole perspective that I had, the whole mindset that I had around the gym, weight loss, everything, it was when I first started out, it was if you want to lose weight, go on a diet and hit the treadmill for an hour every single day or something like that. I didn't even like have any experience with that. And then I came into the gym overweight and like had my mind completely blown by Jonathan in you know the sense that I didn't need to do any of those things. I just need to track my calories. And I didn't even I didn't even know it was a thing. You know, I, I was aware of, of, of calculating your calories, um, and bodybuilders would do that and that sort mm -hmm. of thing. And it wasn't something that ever, it didn't seem like something I needed to do. I was the typical marketing victim where I was like, okay, I just want to gain weight. Um, let me get some muscle milk. Let me get some, uh, some, 
nitrous oxide boosters, all the supplements that I need. That's how I do that. And then if I did end up wanting to go into a cut, I would end up going with like a, like a hydroxy cut or something. Um, and, And that was like, it was all tied to supplements. I had absolutely no clue that, calorie tracking was a thing. Calorie deficit was a thing. I, I didn't know, you know, and if somebody wanted to lose weight, they just, like I said, go on a diet and I on think, the treadmill. And I think Mike, I, you know, back on that, like, I mean, you're, you started kind of piecing things together on your own. You probably, um, it wasn't all, you didn't figure it all out in one week or one day or one month, even you were telling me things throughout the process. I know this was a while ago, but I remember you would come to me with moments like, you know, I just realized. And then you would tell me something you had just discovered um, about that. And it was, it was just more, it's, it's literally a way to teach. You learn a lot about yourself as the, from the tracking perspective. And I know, I think tracking also comes like you mentioned, like it was for the bodybuilders. They do those things. And it's, it's not. It's for anyone that's trying to learn nutrition. And like I said, I mean, you can get away with never tracking a calorie or a macro in your entire life and, and get somewhere. This is my thing. I'm a big advocate for it, at least from the beginning, because especially if I'm working with someone, if I want to teach you what you're doing, there's no better way than you documenting yourself and seeing what you're doing right now, because that's going to allow you to make better choices. That's going to allow you to, we can adjust certain behaviors. That's going to give you some perspective on certain foods that you may think it's the problem when it may actually not be the problem. And it, it just literally just changes your perspective on nutrition. The first time I ever decided to track was in college. Well, I had to, because I was in a nutrition class and I did it just for the project, but I never did it again. I kind of let it go, but I always saved the app. And then I just found someone on in, you know, YouTube that was putting out better content at the time. And he was just documenting his daily eating. And they kind of motivated me like, you know what, let me try this tracking thing again. And um, it was the first time in my life that I was able to really manipulate and change the way I looked without doing ridiculous amounts of cardio or ridiculous amounts of like training regimen, like where I just had to train every day. I trained very, like I trained less, I did less cardio and I changed my body, the dress. And that's when I finally just shattered my paradigm. Like tracking is, is really valuable. It really does help. Now I'm currently not tracking right now because I eat relatively consistent. I can kind of train my eye to look at a per I'm pretty damn close. If I had to guess how many ounces is X amount of food, um, and, but it took me, it, I've done it for years. I've done it for at least a couple years of consistent tracking. And I'm not saying you have to do that, but at least take some time to learn for sure. Gabe. It's a great skill to learn. Um, like I said, regardless of your, uh, your intention or where you're at, but, um, I, I just think of it like, um, as a tool to help you get to your destination. Now, if we were to, we're in Florida, right? So if we were to want to drive to, uh, to New York, we could do it without a map. I mean, you just go north, right? I mean, you get there eventually, but um, you can get there a whole lot faster, a whole lot more efficient if you were to get a map and think of uh, tracking as your map to your destination. So if you wanted, uh, for instance, to you know, put on some weight, lose some weight, you would use that information mm-hmm. and you would adjust accordingly. Oh, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm intaking 2,500, uh, you know, calories on a daily basis. I want to reduce something. Okay, well, let me just bring that down slightly. Or, wow, you know, I'm, I'm grossly under eating. I'm, I, I didn't realize I'm only intaking 1,200 calories, which is really, really low, regardless of where you're at. 
you know, let me just uh, slowly increase that um, as well and see how I feel. So it's just uh, it's, it's just something that's it's a great tool to have in your toolbox, regardless of, of where you're at, what you're doing, what you want to do. I mean, like like I said, right now, the, the biggest thing about the, about the tracking is just having the time to do it. Right. Because you got to get your scale. You got to you got to measure it. You got to enter it in your app. Right. So it's just sometimes, you know, we're always on the go. And, and right now, well, well we are not on the go so much. Right. We're we're, we're at home where we have the time to do it. So might as well just uh, use this time wisely, use this time to 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 learn this new skill that we can add to our repertoire to uh, to to help us in wherever it is that we want to do. Maybe you really enjoy it or maybe you say, wow, you know, um, have that revelation of uh, this this one food that I'm really that, that I really enjoy. It's, it really puts me over the edge or. Uh, and you can just make those adjustments to um, to your daily. Especially for um, the simple fact, especially so, for the simple it, fact that season. you may already be just simply working out. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, just a complete yeah. side note, uh, tangent. Um, I am totally using the analogy of driving to New York. Um, the next time I am trying to convince a client that tracking is worth it, uh, I've never heard it put that way, and I'm yeah, totally please, use please that. do so. Especially that Gabe's from New York. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. New York. Um, no, and I, a cup yeah, of I got coffee. a cup of coffee for um, me. I think that's almost, I don't know. It's, yeah, man. I, it's, I, I'm from Jersey. I lost my accent because I came here so, to Florida so young. But, yeah, it's all those, like, weird little adjustments to the words. But, anyways, back on track. I yeah, know mine I comes out every now and then. I've just, heard it. I've heard it many times. Um but um, <laughs> no, but basically, like, as far as for the person, if you're someone that never has done it, I motivate you, I encourage you for the next at least the next two weeks, don't do it for the whole time that you are technically like on shutdown or just not able to work, whatever, or give yourself a goal of two weeks, maybe four weeks of just doing it as many times as you can. And even if it's you're eating the same thing, make it kind of a little game or a challenge with your people in the home. In the, if you live with someone like your spouse, you can do it with them. And just make it fun for yourself. Don't, it's not, it's at this point, it's not to make massive moves in any direction. It's just take it as a learning experience. You're already, if you're making an effort to work out, just apply an extra step. I mean, I know it's a little bit annoying or just you may have a weird perception to it, but it's really not that serious. It's, it's just one thing out of many things that's going to teach you really about food. And it's going to give you more prepared to actually, maybe if you want to try different diets in the future, you will have an understanding of how nutrition, a kind of a basic uh, view on nutrition that's going to open the doors to many other uh, avenues that you can take. I mean, you're going to be sitting on your phone anyways. Mm. It'll just give you something new to do. Yep. Literally. And I want to kind of segue, you know, that's for people that are tracking now for, for people that already do track and have tracked and are super consistent. Maybe I know I have a lot of friends that have, are in the competing world right now, and they may not be slowing down anytime soon. Um, they're going to try to find ways and they may have a home gym or something or access to it during this time um, to still kind of stay on it. But if you're someone that's not ready, getting ready for a show, but you have been super dialed in, you've been super motivated, you've been super consistent in the gym and with your nutrition, and you're, you're genuinely stressed because I see, I follow a lot of fitness people, a lot of fitness pages on my social media. So I see a lot of the jokes, the memes and everything about like not being able to get your gains or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like you're stressed. Everyone's more stressed. Not even the fact that I'm not going to work is like, I can't go to the gym. And I think that this is even to flip it is to, if you're that person, take up, take a time off from tracking. If you're like so scared as to not to track, cause now the tracking has to be, cause I know it can kind of get, 
not obsessive, but like you, it becomes so like, that's, that's the thing like tracking. I track my macros. I track everything I eat. Stop for a couple of couple of days or a couple of weeks, whatever, and give yourself a little bit of a break. It doesn't mean you have to stop forever if you genuinely like it, but it can also be good for you. If you're someone that's on the other end of the spectrum, like I know where I know how that is. The first time I stopped tracking, it was very freaking weird, but it, it, it was good for my mindset around food as well. Gabe. It can be a, a great time to just, um, like you said, just self-awareness, whichever, wherever you're at. So yeah, just taking the time off just to, um, just to kind of relax and to just breathe, not put that extra added stress on you. Right. Because a lot of times the same person that is really, um, uh, tracking, they're really stressed and like, Oh, how much I got to hit this. I got to hit that. I got to make sure this is good. Just take it, take it easy. I mean, like, you know, things are, this is not your everyday normal day, right? Things are really out of the norm. So just take a, take, take a breather, take, relax and go take a walk or something like that, you know, just do something else that'll help you um, in, in other aspects in regards to your health. So just uh, take the time and use Recording. that. And I, still, in and other I think ways. it's still, uh, when I saying. say that, I don't say just like F it and just start going crazy in the kitchen, but be just no, mindful, no, no, not but at all. Not challenge at all. yourself now. Like, okay, well, I'm going to not track, but I'm still going to try to, make the portions roughly from what I've been tracking so much. You've seen the plate so many times. Just just give mm -hmm. yourself a little bit of a disconnect. Still work out, still have fun, make it enjoyable for yourself, but just give yourself like another challenge. How can I eat more? Like maybe they throw the word a lot intuitive and that's that's just another animal when it comes to learning and nutrition. But yeah, try the intuitive where you're just kind of going based on how you feel like, am I satiated? Am I hitting those numbers? Or you can just take a couple of days off and see how you do, Mike. Yeah, I um I actually real world experience in this. I I stopped tracking when we had uh, Hurricane Irma come through, and because uh, that's obviously like that threw everything out of whack. Because there was a there was a hurricane, we had a whole bunch of stuff to deal with, and uh, I I pretty much took that week off, and then kind of realized when I got back into the swing of things. Um, I'm I'm very much so a creature of habit, so my days, I mean, you can even look through my 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 tracking history; they all looked basically the same. I was hitting the same numbers every single time. I have an idea of like mm -hmm. my breakfast was like 750 calories. My lunch was like a hundred or 1500 calories. Dinner was roughly the same. Like it, it didn't really fluctuate that much. So at that point I didn't really need to track anymore. It kind of just occurred to me that week of like, you know, I, I've pretty much got this down. And now every once in a while you get a, a life event, like say you switch your job or for me, I moved into a new place and I had a new roommate and we, we made, I made adjustments, you know, and my, my diet slightly changed a little bit depending on where we're shopping or what we're getting or, or what my roommate makes for dinner. So at that point I decided, okay, I'm going to track a little bit again and get an idea for what these meals look like. And then I can kind of just substitute in, the X breakfast for Y breakfast instead. And it still kind of keeps things on an even keel. Um, and that's, that's what it becomes kind of like what you touched on Jonathan with uh, training your intuition, um, which is a very long and tedious and probably overused concept, but um, it's a step. I think there's levels. I think that, like I said, tracking, I don't encourage for people too. You may absolutely hate it and that's okay, but try it. Challenge yourself for a little bit. It doesn't mean you have to literally do it forever. That's not the goal when it comes mm -hmm. to tracking at all. Even if no. you are someone that likes tracking, tracking is just one 
one small element of your whole nutritional journey. The goal is to be able to survive because we're talking about also like to the everyday person, you may not be into bodybuilding. You may not be a super fitness fanatic. You just want to get healthier and be in a better place. So your ultimate goal is just to be able to learn so you don't get marketed bullshit and fall into stupid fads that you don't need to be wasting your money on and be able to survive normal life once you finally maybe have lost the weight that you want or have maybe put on some extra muscle that you've been working towards but you're able to navigate your life uh in because life is going to be consistently changing maybe you're someone that starts a family and then like your life literally just can changes completely you're not going to be able to dedicate as much time so what do you do you pivot you make manipulations but if you've taken the time even through a short amount of time to understand a bit more and become just simply more aware, you're going to be 100% fine and much more prepared than the average person. Gabe? It's a, it's a great thing to do. Um, you know, something that I, I want to text you guys uh, for your own um, perspective. So, so Mike, you mentioned that, you know, your mornings were, ba- your, your days were basically the same, around like 700 or so calories in the br- for breakfast, 15 or so for lunch. Is that typical? How do you, you do? You like to get your bulk in the in the middle of the day because uh, me, I like to just I, I basically get the majority of mine for for breakfast. I have like a pretty large breakfast, uh, slightly smaller lunch, and then my dinner is probably like the smallest meal of my of my day. Do you guys have a preference for that? For, was for you, you... Uh, the numbers I spit out was from early last year when I was I was trying to set my metabolism up to where I could I could go into a calorie deficit at like. 3000 calories and still eat like a king. So those numbers actually came from a, uh, a 4,000 calorie day that I did every single day for like three or four months. I, I like went for a really long time eating 4,000 mm, calories a day. It was, it was awesome, but awful at the same time. Um, wow. but yeah, at that point, I, I don't really care for breakfast naturally. I just don't wake up and be like, oh, I'm going to go eat a whole bunch. So I, I I tend to go on the lighter side for breakfast, and then lunch is usually average, and I usually eat my biggest meal at dinner. But at that time, early last year, I was just – lunch and dinner were both pretty big meals sometimes. And then forget about it. If I, if I did a 24-hour fast that day, I was literally eating 4,000 calories in a single sitting and just – laying down for a while afterwards you know, i remember because I, I personally was like <laughs> telling him i was increasing increasing and i got mike to the point where he was telling me like dude this is really hard to eat this much food um and i knew at that moment we are in a an amazing place to go on a calorie deficit and cut you because your metabolism is in a good place you're not gaining weight at four thousand calories you're you're struggling to add a half a pound to your and people might be listening like how the hell does someone eat 4,000 calories and not blow up? But it was not just from one minute to another. I, I need to add this in. I was eating over 400 grams of carbohydrates every single day. Mm-hmm. Just for all you people who are like, carbs are the enemy. They are not. Yeah, no. I mean, and and, and mind you, and Mike wasn't the average person that was looking like 4,000 calories. Oh, that's super easy. I'll just go to like Wendy's. I'll go something. Mike was generally the person that was eating. I would look at his food logs and he was having of grand variety of just whole foods and, and incorporate maybe some things, but the, and that's the issue with a lot. Like, that's why I like the tracking component because you can see that 
like what food groups or what food options you can incorporate in your routine that are going to get you to those goals. And he like would eat a lot of vegetables, a lot of variety of just whole natural foods. And and that was the most impressive thing about Mike. And I think that's why things went so well with him. Um, he ate, like he said, like he felt like he was eating like a king every single day. And uh, I think the metabolism is a good segue for another episode. Absolutely. Um, and that, that one's going to be actually something I really want to get into with yeah. you guys. Um, but as the far as the tracking thing, you're going to learn so much that I encourage, like I said, I encourage and challenge you, you as a listener to do that for during this time. If you've never had the opportunity to, maybe you've even, you, this is the first time of you listening to this. Um, this is a perfect time to try and the apps that I would recommend, there's a bunch out there. You can look up food trackers on your app or whatever phone you have. Um, I personally use my fitness pal. I know Mike uses my fitness pal. Yeah. Uh, Gabe, I don't know if you have an app that you might've used or seen that you like. Okay. Yeah. yeah Fat Secrets another like one. Fat I mean, secret. there's a, there's a couple, so you can always, you can play around with what app feels comfortable. Look at it like this. You're like, oh, tracking just seems like a pain in the ass. It could be depending on your mindset on it, but also it's think about like when you first, if you're someone that first downloaded Instagram or downloaded Facebook, you didn't know all the little things that the features that the application had, but you learn and you just play with it a little bit and you have the ability to learn it just like any other app. That's literally the perspective on it. Um, anything else you guys want to add? Yeah, this is, uh, you know, we're, we're in a little bit of an odd times, right? Um, and use this for something positive. You say, okay, well, I'm stuck at home. What the hell do I do? Use it to, to learn something, to, to try something new, learn a new skill, right? And this could be one of the A skill to, that, that you guys can just learn or implement or just say, hey, yeah, I've always been wanting yeah, to try to do this, but I've never had the time. And this is well, perfect. now you have the time, right? So just, uh, it's exactly a great time to do it so just um try to try to use try to look at, at this time that we have to ourselves you know in a positive light um what can you learn from it how can you come out of this even better right and then this is just uh, one thing that you can add to your uh, to your to your day which um will help the day go along faster and just uh, just just something new to, for um yeah i would try. definitely what agree you, you, it's also um everybody's routine is kind of turned upside down right now and uh, me personally it's always been the the best time for me to add i'm i'm so a creature of habit and the best time for me to add something to my habit is is when that habit is disrupted so right now everybody's habits are disrupted so you can take this opportunity to add something good to your routine that you can take with you even if it's not something that you continue after all this is over you still like we kind of touched on you you still have the knowledge that you've that you've gained from it and uh even if it does stick and it's something that you end up doing it'll be a routine that you can add into your your new routine later on after all this kind of blows over Absolutely. No. And I think for the, like I said, I touched on the person that maybe have done this, take this time as a little bit of a mental break, uh, just detach a little bit from that. If you're someone that's super dialed in, but for the, the grand majority of people, I think listening, the grand majority of you may actually be people that have never done this or not, or not currently doing it or have tried and not, not stuck with it for X reason. So I really, like I said, I encourage you guys. And with that being said, I want to wrap this up. Um, I, we are, we each have our Instagram handles. Mine is John Alva seven, J O N A L V A seven on Instagram. I have Twitter and Facebook. Twitter's the same uh, for Facebook. It's, Jonathan Alvarez, but I'm most active is on Instagram. So I'm going to stop just leaving Instagram as my main page to find me. 
Yeah, you can find me, Gabriel, at uh, Prime and Glory on Instagram. Um, same thing. Um, that's the medium. Of my, that's my social media platform of choice to use. Same Wait, Instagram, not same name, though. Um, I am Mike Nillis, P-T, M-I-K-E-N-I-L-L-E-S-P-T. And my Facebook page, don't even don't even go there. Don't even look at it. <laughs> it's like, don't even give me a full name. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, this was a great episode. I really enjoyed this one. And I hope you listeners have enjoyed it as well.